0: Oh, hey, I'm your host, Joe Peretta. you know, just your average psychic medium living in New York City, and you're listening to Ghost Daddy.
1: What if I told you there was actual scientific evidence of an afterlife, something that didn't require belief? I'm Liz, and I'm host of the podcast, What the Fuck Just Happened? All about the afterlife, no woo. After the loss of my dad, I decided to explore if there was any valid reason to think he could still be around in some way. I was blown away by what I discovered. For example, there are cases of kids with past life memories actually being studied by research departments at major universities and brain scans being conducted by neuroscientists on psychic mediums. I was so amazed by what I discovered that I decided to start a podcast so I could share with everyone. I speak to psychic mediums, the scientists who study them, near-death experience researchers, remote viewers, and more. So if you're curious, come check out WTF Just Happened, all about the afterlife, no woo wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Ghost Daddy. My guest today is one of my best and oldest friends. Her name is Elizabeth Frankini and you may all know her as Elizabeth from Below Deck, but I know her as my mermaid angel, Pisces best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Liz.
2: Hi Joe. Oh,
0: so good to see you.
2: I know. Oh, you look so it's...
0: cute, I love it. You're in your bathing suit, you're in Florida. You just got back on the beach?
2: Yes, I I literally did. Yeah, I just moved back to Fort Lauderdale. My first twelve month lease. Like I'm literally steps from the beach. Oh,
0: nice! And I see your hats behind you. Those are yours, right? That you made?
2: Yes. Oh my God! Yeah, they're, they're yeah, they are.
0: They're so cute. I when I stalk you on Instagram because <laughs> we don't now that Liz lives in Florida. We don't see each other as much as we used to. Um, but but I I stalk you on Instagram. Obviously, everything you do, I'm like. <laughs>
2: oh, I love. No, I don't even post them enough. Like it was like a hobby when I was in uh Colorado. I was living the past year in Colorado.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I started like, yeah, like designing these hats with like crystals and ribbons and you know, different they're sort of fun.
0: And they're very they're actually nice. Like, you know, some people <laughs> they'll like make something and you're like, Oh, cute. <laughs> ah! <laughs> nice. Okay. But the you know, <laughs> no, they're, it they're adorable.
2: Nice I love that they're actually nice thank you I totally
0: (laughs) know they are well you know what you're 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 such a good artist too like I don't know if a lot of people know that about you because you're like known for like other things but you're such an incredible artist like you're always drawing and doodling and stuff and like you're you're so creative.
2: Such a huge part of my life I was always that person like in college I remember I would like have a sharpie and like start like drawing on people like and then there was there would be like a line of people like, wait, I want one. And then I would be like pissed because I'm like, hey, can somebody start giving me a drink or something? Like I spent the whole night just drawing on people, which was fun. But I'm like, wait, like I want to hang out like-
0: all <laughs> day. Right. You're like, someone passed me a beer. We're in the middle of the yeah, at
2: least- <laughs> <laughs> money would have been nice, too. But at that point, no. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh well yeah, no no you were always like drawing on me and like other people with permanent marker or like on the wall or wherever uh, wherever we were. Those are the days. Anywhere days. we
2: anywhere we could express ourselves, yeah, you
0: know. Yeah, those are the days. What people also may not know about you is that you're probably like one of the only people who's witchier than I am, to be honest. Like you are cause you you really are. You're like such a Pisces, always so connected, like looking at like the signs and like just like always very clued in. And you just got back from a whole plant medicine journey for like, what was it, like a week or two you were you were away?
2: Yeah, it was 11 days in Ecuador on a plant medicine um,
0: retreat. I want to know all about it because I, I'm like too much of a pussy to, to do any of that. Like, I'm so afraid.
2: And rightfully so, because it's definitely not for everyone. Um, I've always been interested in psychedelics and the idea of you know just going very directly into the experience of of life and existence and what this all means and what is going on like you know i always felt that this human existence and what we perceive is is not all there is always been very interested in these topics for like my entire life but ayahuasca oh man always was like i am not ready for that i'll do shrooms acid like i'm like ayahuasca no way no way I can't right. do that not ready at all but you did it uh <laughs> yeah, yeah you're I like yeah i did, I did it, it. <laughs> no so um to try to put this into um a short way um my best friend kim yeah
0: we know kim we all love kim <laughs>
2: like my like other like we think we split the soul like we're she, I love her so much like we're just the same person and so many like I just we're very connected she's my best friend and we both have been feeling in life that something is off a lot of things off <laughs> like we're not happy like we're not feeling fulfilled we're both very creative people she's also an actress I mean I went to you know like I'm an actress I went to school for theater and like and we're just living these lives and they're going by and we're both still single. Well, you know, not married. Right. And, um, you know, in our, we're 33, 34 and just kind of like, what, what the hell's going on, man? Like, I don't know. Like why do we feel like we can't uh, tap into ourselves and, and, and uh, really be inspired, especially for her, where she was feeling like, Um, she couldn't find the motivation to work on her script and all these projects and just anyway she brought the idea to me to go to a um, plant medicine retreat that is mostly based on doing San Pedro which is the um, the masculine version of ayahuasca so it's a very strong psychedelic but it's not quite ayahuasca and we have both done this before when we were in Guatemala and I've done it at, at the end of my yoga teacher training we wanted to reconnect with ourselves
0: so like so with with the San Pedro like what's like do you do you not hallucinate like in the same way that you do with ayahuasca or Not
2: in the same way but you are sh- for sure on the medicine um so this is indigenous medicine right we say medicine because this is literally straight from the plants that have been here for so much longer than we have right so the intelligence in the plants is there and when as a human you you mix with that plant like you're accessing that intelligence that they hold and for the brain i mean it's it, i i wish i had the words for it you know it's 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 a beautiful experience um the san pedro they say is very heart centered so like you very emotional I mean I'm you know I was crying my eyes out and we were all sharing our stories to the shaman we would sit on this Jaguar skin in the Maloka this outdoor um area like oh how do you describe a Maloka like it's just like um you're up in the mountains and you're just all there like on your mats and um and sharing you're sharing you know in like a circle and everyone's in their own experience and the and the shamans are are keeping it safe and keeping the space guarded and and, and safe right and um i i didn't expect this and when you're so vulnerable and you're so sensitive and you're on this medicine you're, like the last thing you feel like you might want to do is sit in the middle of everyone and start talking <laughs> but right. like, that's actually what it's like and it's and it's beautiful and you see people that are just um, opening up to stuff that, like, they maybe have never even admitted before, expressed before. And it's, it's, and, and me though, I was like, I was just crying. I just, just, I had tears for everyone. Like, I'm such an empath. I'm just like, I'm like, just feeling, you're like that,
0: even not on plant medicine. <laughs> you're like already like crying for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: God, and then and then you give me that. I'm like, oh my god, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just um and and so in that light alone like how therapeutic is that to just up to complete strangers and to feel safe to express some of the deepest things you never wanted to talk about you know deaths or the way you treat a family member or some very very deep stuff that you get into with this medicine and that's why it's it's hard it's not for everyone like you you have no choice but to go there or you'll go insane resisting it you know
0: were you surprised at the stuff that was like coming up for you or like going into it, were you kind of expecting like, okay, like I was gonna have to deal with this thing or that thing.
2: That's a really good question. Um, so there were so many, so we did um, two ceremonies of San Pedro, two, cer- one ceremony of peyote, mm-hmm. two ceremonies of something called Yopo. This is a uh, well less known psychedelic, um, big in the Venezuelan uh, um, tribes, that you can look that up, Yopo, it's, it's not much out there.
0: And it's it's like DMT, you said?
2: Yes, yep, DMT, oh. but still not. And then we had an option of doing ayahuasca at the end, Yeah, which my best friend and I were like, nope, we're not doing it. We'll do all the other things. We're not doing ayahuasca. And guess what? We ended up, after everything else, going, okay, bring it on. Bring her on um and then we did ayahuasca at the end which was definitely the like oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> the mo- the most intense right ayahuasca
2: it was and to answer your question um i just had to like relate that like you know i did all those other ceremonies but with the ayahuasca was the most shocking of of what was brought up um and i will say this personally like um it was hard to see myself when I was going in the, into a dark place of where I realized that I put myself down and I kind of almost like can compare myself to others that they're so much better or that there's so much more. and sorry, I'm trying to describe this in words and I'm on a podcast, so I know all of you are listening. but it it makes you very insecure because you are faced with your your darkest demons and I was faced with I had issues growing up with my confidence with who I am I always like idolize other people and go oh my god they're so great you're so amazing and I don't give that to myself and with the ayahuasca in in a nutshell um and you know it was so long 10 to 12 hours right Um, but like something I take from her, her teaching about myself was like, wow, like I really put myself down, you know, I still am integrating, you know, it's only been like a couple of months, but it was like, I idolize or I see other people as, as being so much more advanced or this and that. And It's like, why don't I see that in myself? And I'm holding myself back because I'm like, like, Yeah that alone, like just that thought that like, I can't be there is, is very important. I don't know if anyone can understand or what that could be like to just hold themselves back because they're looking at other people thinking that they've got it going on or they're doing this and that and like, I'm not. Yeah.
0: I think a lot of people have that to varying degrees, like, and with different things. And I think it's so much easier to have that now with like social media and everything. And like, it's just people get so caught up in like what they see people posting and like, Oh my God, this person's always here and they're there and they have this life. And it's like, you don't know what's going on inside. And I think ayahuasca, why it's so, you know, I do think it's important if you're up for it to, to do it (laughs) Um, because, and, and if you feel like you can benefit from it, and that's why it's so good for mental illness is because it forces you to like know yourself better. It's like that old, that ancient know thyself like it's the only way to become better like you have to know yourself that's how you become you know you become more psychic that way you become more connected to like god or the divine or whatever you want to call it like there's no other way to it's almost like you have to go in to get out (laughs) you know what i mean like
2: i know exactly Joe. i have questions for you
0: oh okay
2: like so i know you haven't done ayahuasca but like do you have any sort of feelings about what that experience could be like in relation to you know the world the psychic world like like the spirits and like everything that you deal with like like how does that relate
0: i think a big part of is what we were just kind of talking about like knowing yourself better and because when i teach classes to my students i always tell them know thyself and i'm like if you're if you want to do what I do, not that I'm like an expert on myself and this like evolved being like I'm you know, I'm not like I'm a normal person, like everyone else. I, I fuck up, like I, I make mistakes, whatever. but um that they're being a good medium or psychic or energy or whatever, like the only way to really do it is to go inside and know yourself better because everything comes through your filter, like you're you're a person, you have an ego. like you have to understand all of that. and I, and I think since we are part of a greater whole, only way to experience that directly is to experience yourself because you are that and I think even understanding that is like so crazy for people um but I I actually do know a medium I won't say who it is because I don't know if she wants people to know that she did ayahuasca or not but she did it a few years ago this was like pre-COVID I think she did it and she said like it was an incredible amazing experience and she said for like two or three days after she was so open like she was She'd be like out to lunch with, you know, her husband or whatever. And she was just like, people would talk to her and she'd be like, oh, you're so-and-so blah, blah, blah. And it was just like even more heightened than, and she's incredible as it is anyway. Like she's, she's so good. And um, she was like, you have no idea like what it does for your, like, like it just opens you up. And, and I think um, not to get too nerdy, but there was a study, I don't remember when it was or who did it or whatever. You can look it up, but they did it on psilocybin. And the, the hypothesis was that when you do psilocybin, it makes your brain like misfire and hyperactive. And that's why you have all these like psychedelic, like hallucinations and stuff. And yeah. they found the complete opposite. They found that it actually dampens brain activity. So your brain is less active. So it's like, why would you be having a richer experience if your brain is not doing what it's supposed to do? But I, I my theory is that your brain sort of filters out a lot of reality so you can function here in the physical world
2: exactly right and then
0: when it kind of like shuts off a little bit or quiets down that's why meditators have all these psychic experiences because your brain's a little more quiet like you right it's, it's more about turning it off going within Then people i mean this is not you know saying you should like go drill a hole in your head and, and <laughs> like then not that don't do that but i think i can't remember i really should know this but i don't know if it was like in the Bhagavad gita or something or It's like some ancient text where they actually talk about the different ways to get like psychic powers. And one is meditating. And the other one that they mentioned is like, they don't say what, but they said like certain plants can give you like, and I was like, oh my God, they're talking about these like psychedelic herbs and stuff.
2: I actually looked up, you know, is there, oh my God, if you look at my Google history, it's like the (laughs) craziest. But it's like, I was like Googling, like, what could be a connection between psychedelics and the Bible? And I got a lot of interesting information that made sense, you know, people studying and researching this, like the acacia tree. Mm -hmm. That's the one that was burning. Oh God, you know what? I hate having this on record because I might be wrong, but like, no, the acacia tree I know is right. I don't want to like relate it to which story. Say the
0: wrong thing. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I only like picking up on what i felt like was relevant at the time <laughs> but um you know there there there's DMT obviously in all plants but a, um there's a big theory that you know that was extracted somehow or consumed and um at those times and and was was had a big part about how you know a lot of those stories were written and what was going on. And and it makes sense, especially when you go to those places through the medicine. I mean, you're like, oh my, like, whew.
0: I think why they're they're super beneficial too. Well, actually, before we even talk about that, I have heard that about like religious things because a, lo- a lot of people believe that, I don't know, like more the modern religions, but like the, the OG ones <laughs> were more based on like actual experiences people had rather than just like, I read it in a book and now I'm going to make my own
2: all direct experience. right it's,
0: and and i think that's uh, not to get on like a soapbox but i think that's where religion went wrong is that they stopped having direct experience and started having people tell you what it's supposed to be and then just becomes about control and it's just like all the bullshit yeah i
2: know but at the core it's direct experience with you know universal
0: right consciousness now again not that i've done any of those but i will say like like weed like smoking weed of course, like everyone else, like I've smoked weed and like not treated it like a ceremonial drug at all. Like I've been at a party and be like, let's get, let's get fucked up. <laughs> and I'm like drunk and high, whatever. But uh, there have been times when like, I will use it almost ceremonially. Like I'll like burn some like sage or Palo Santo beforehand and I'll like sit and I won't get stoned. Like, you know, like I won't smoke like all this weed, but I'll take like a couple hits and I'm like, okay, like, let me process what I need to feel. And not that it's anything near the level of ayahuasca or peyote or anything, but there is a certain expansion to your mind.
2: Absolutely.
0: I think they do to a much higher and intense degree, you know, different things. And and what I think, again, not to get like conspiracy and like on a soapbox, but (laughs) I think that the damage that was done back in, I don't know, was it like maybe like the sixties or seventies with like the war on psychedelics when we were like first learning about it and the government was like, no, this is bad. I feel like because of that stigma, any experience you have under the influence of drugs is considered, oh, it's not real. You're just hallucinating.
2: You're high. Right.
0: Meanwhile, most of recorded history and even before that, these experiences were sacred and special and, like, reserved for certain people at certain times. And now we're like, you're a junkie. And that's like, oh, like, I did ayahuasca in the woods and I experienced this, like, greater part of reality. And people are like, you're just high and stupid. You know what I mean?
2: No, there is the conspiracy that the reason why they don't want us to do that stuff is because people become conscious, because people realize that we don't need to be controlled the way we are. And that's a threat to the enemy.
0: I wouldn't say the whole government thinks that, but I think a lot, I think there are people who... I
2: think the powers that are beyond really controlling all of this are.
0: Right. Well, yeah, that's what I would say. People who really want control are not going to want anyone... Be- becoming like self-possessed, you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't want that. And if there's something that's gonna help, it's so easy to make it sound like, like, oh, Liz Frankini, she went to the woods and did drugs for eight days, you know, you know what I mean? like, oh, I'm like many- yeah, I did. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, better because of it. It's so easy to reduce it to that statement, like, oh, it's just drugs or whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's, I really think with certain, and I'm not talking about like doing like Coke, <laughs> I'm not talking about like drug, like I'm talking about like psychoactive, like plant yeah. medicine, like it's a different thing.
2: Strongest hallucinogenic on this earth which is just DMT, dimethyltryptamine.
0: It's right, like a natural. We produce it in our brains. We have it in our brains right now.
2: And then the reason why people do ayahuasca is it's coming into your brain at an extremely high dose at a short amount of time, and that's what like gives you that experience. And of course, for every person, it's different. It depends, like you know, like the state of mind you're coming into. Did you prepare? Like, there's so many factors that come into play on someone's personal experience with it. But, like, it really is the most intense thing you could ever do. Besides, like, as a human being, I've heard, like, besides, like, skydiving and, like, all these, like, like risky things you can do, like, tripping on ayahuasca is definitely, like, you got to feel pretty brave to to jump in there. And I know why now, because, holy shit, like, it really, I mean... Uh, there's so much I could say and I can't even say because you don't have words for it, but I will say, I'll never forget the moment. Kim, my best friend was doing it with me, right. She's sitting next to me in ceremony, but God, there's so many hours that you don't even, I, I couldn't even reach out to her. She can't reach out to me. Like we're you're so, it's such a personalized experience, but when I guess it was kind of coming down and like we were able to kind of come through and, and look at each other <laughs> We both looked at each other and just went, I will never be the same. <laughs> like so dramatic, just like, like terror in our eyes, but also this like wonder. And we just looked into each other's eyes and went, nothing will be the same. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I know that sounds scary. And it it is, you know, but it's. It's. I think it's beautiful because we you, you, you tapped into, you know, something very rare that people can tap into in terms of understanding knowledge of what this life means, and and in terms of oh God, like I really don't have the words. It, it's reality, like it's, it, and it's a scary thing. No wonder why we have brains to not even know what's really going on because. It's, it's a lot when you see what's really going on it is a lot like it is chaotic (laughs) there's
0: a lot of shit out there for sure
2: we need like you know people that are leaders and that are tapping into ways of of you know breath work and and dealing with being a human in a a peaceful way because it is a it's it's chaotic
0: yeah well, well definitely and I um
2: no, oh, that sounds weird. No, I don't no, know.
0: no, not at all. No, I, I totally get it, and I think that when you say it's like kind of like terrifying and but like wonder, I think that's our ego really that's afraid because it's like yeah, we're like so attached to these things and and our our own identities. Like we're so attached to who we are, and then you know this thing comes along and you see yourself. I, I guess, almost outside of yourself, like an objective view,
2: Totally giving your body,
0: right? I think that's scary to like, actually, because again, we are society, our culture, our world, Like not even just in America, like everywhere, we're just so like, about everything else, everyone else, like we're not looking at ourselves. And honestly, like, it naturally happens like that, because you can't see yourself, you're too close to the situation. So to have something to bring you outside, and then like, look back at it, you're like, what do I even do? Like, what do you do with that? Like, of course it's taking you months to integrate it. Cause what the hell do you do with that information?
2: Honestly, I feel a little embarrassed sometimes lately because well, embarrassed the ego saying that, but my life is not freaking perfect right now. Actually a lot of terrible things have happened <laughs> and it is funny and ironic or well, you know that. Okay. So I went on this plant medicine retreat. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, so much change has happened since and on the outside like somebody looking at that situation in my life and would be like okay well why would i do that cuz you're in such a bad place right now but i and i'm grateful because deep like i know this that i almost like i invited this change i invited this chaos that I need to now figure out to make, to get to the next step in my life, to evolve. Like I asked for this growth, you know?
0: Right. It's never easy. Growing pains.
2: That is not easy to admit because it's like, it looks so bad right now. And I'm like, a lot has happened. And, but I, I, I know that like deep down, like this is where my faith comes in. This is like, you know, this is part of the journey, part of my path. And it's like a dark night's
0: soul. Oh yes, I've had my own. Unfortunately, <laughs> a whole year long fucking dark night of the soul It was really terrible.
2: How did you get out of it?
0: Um, you know what? It was really, it was really rough. Um, I'll share a little bit about it. I had like a moment. Um, I might have talked about it on another episode. I don't remember. But I, I like basically just one night. Oddly enough, I had like smoked weed to go to sleep, and I got like a little too high, like in my head and um which happens when I smoke weed that's why I don't really do it too much and it was just like this insane thing happened where I was like maybe I've been crazy all along and I'm not a medium and like you just die and there's nothing but it was like I was like severely depressed for like a year like it it was bad it was really bad and I didn't know like if I was going to come out at the end of it like I thought I was just going to be like nope none of this is real and then I just had so many crazy experiences and like leaned on the universe and like my guides and and
2: surrendering
0: yeah and I was like like if if I'm going to get out of this, like I need you to show me that you're there and that I'm not crazy. And, and I'm so glad that I went through it now because I know so much more about like the science and like all the bullshit, like of people trying to discredit it and like not to, again, be conspiracy theory, but there's a lot of stuff around that that like people don't want you to really know. And it's, it's for it, on so many different levels, there's so many different, you know, parties involved and things like that. And it, it just kind of made me understand why. But you know what? It was something that was in me, I think, for a long time. Cause when I started doing this, I never, went through the doubting phase I just kind of like I was like oh I'm talking to dead people and went to therapy I accidentally read my therapist she was like that's all true there's no way you could have known that you're not crazy (laughs) like
2: you read your therapist yes I
0: read my therapist (laughs) and um and and then from there I was like great you know and then I was like really successful thankfully and I was you know like did stuff with like Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop and like all these like TV people were like reaching so I, I just never had a chance to question it and then I was in this kind of just in one moment i was it was during my Saturn return so it was like literally right there and it was like get serious about it or let it go and it yeah. took me a while finally you know thank thankfully i'm now i'm doing this work and i'm i think i'm much better than i was beforehand but it was terrible oh my god i do not recommend <laughs> the dark night of the soul if you're not ready for it but it happens when it's supposed to i believe
2: but look what's happened after it you know
0: you'll be better off too i know you will not even just like psychically because i feel it but like
2: Oh, uh, oh, thank you. That I'm like. Well, that's. The
0: right I have point. a little surprise <laughs> for you too toward the end. Um, but I'll I'll we'll give that to you after. I have another question. Um, not to bring it up, but because I well, but to bring it up, <laughs> but because I know you and I know that the way that you think about things and you're always looking for like the meaning and like the higher purpose and the bright side to everything. And I don't know if people know it about you, but you really are that person. You could be miserable and you'd still be like, but no, wait, like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, like I fell down on eight flights of stairs, broke my leg, but like, you're like, but I met a dog at the hospital, like on my deathbed. And I'm like, Liz, that's so you. So
2: no, I'd be like, you know what? It's made me like more grateful for
0: my, for my legs. and <laughs> <laughs> right, for my legs. In all seriousness, you are, uh, I've always looked up to you in that regard because i'm 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 so not that person at all but you are (laughs) but no so i i wanted to ask then like through all of this with you being on below deck and everything like did that put that whole experience into like a different frame for you because i know you don't regret it or anything
2: my experience with below deck differently from the plant medicine
0: yeah like did it change the way that you think about that whole
2: Oh my god i feel like it made me give less of a shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> no that's good that that's a, can i tell you, that's a good thing that's a good thing
2: i it's funny cuz like i don't know i guess going into this you know the hallucinogenics, this work where you're going to you know things are going to be brought up that you have been traumatized by that you need to go through that you've been ignoring like i didn't even think about that show once like that never came up and and you know well anyone listening like when you do this medicine when you do these like oh my god like you have no control over your brain like it's like the medicine will take you where you need to go to heal you know for what's been bothering you and it's funny because like I, I never went there once with any any of these ceremonies like I didn't even think about it it wasn't the show itself at all Um, I'm, I'm, I feel pretty okay about that. You know why? Because I have so much faith in humanity after it. Like I still get the most beautiful, amazing messages from random people that watched my season and they're like, Hey, like, I just want to say, like, (laughs) I'm sorry you had such a bad hand with, with, um, your season. Like you handled yourself so well, like you worked hard, like you're sweet. Like you didn't just that. And not like I needed to hear that, but you know what? When it happens, I'm like, wow, like that's really nice. Like I get that often. I get that a lot, and I never had to turn my comments off because I get haters and like saying "fuck you," like you were a bitch. Like, like I, I don't get that because I know I'm, I wasn't like that. Like I really was doing my best, and and I was a victim. Uh, I hate to victim. Not
0: a no I understand I understand but
2: I was um I hate that word but I was um what do you call it like uh you know they they made me look like that I was super bad at my job and um maybe I was stupid like that's all I got in terms of like negativity right like right it was hurtful I know how hard I worked and I know that wasn't the case and and that's what they did and you know what fuck it I'm over it
0: right but as a friend and someone who loves you I'm very happy to hear that that didn't even come up in any of those ceremonies because yeah. know, knowing how you are and like how sensitive of a person you are when I watching the show obviously because I watched it I've never watched it before after I watched when you were on it and um I was like am I gonna have to like Kill somebody? <laughs> I was like, what are they doing to my fucking friend? Like, what is happening? I was oh, like, no, I'm
2: lucky. I had my army, all my besties yeah. included. Like, you guys were all ready to, like,
0: we were like trolls know? on the internet for the yeah. entire season. I was like, not letting anyone get away with anything. No, but I'm <laughs> very happy to hear that it, it's not something that's like so no. deep in your psyche that you're like on ayahuasca and like dealing with it. Like, that's really why I wanted to know. Like,
2: yeah, no, it's more that show wasn't, it's more about. And to you know, be very transparent here, it's more about my journey now after it. Because I have a, I have a following from the show, you know? People know who I am and I don't know who they are or they think they know who I am, whatever. And, and I'm honored by that, you know? Like, cool, like I have a voice, right? Some people are trying so hard to get the amount of followers I have. I just was on a TV show and got exposed and I'm very grateful. To have people that support me and want to know what my life is like and what i'm up to and what i'm doing what i have to say and um i've been struggling with like what my purpose is now um i really am and that's my struggle so like i think that's kind of what came up too um in my in my uh experiences especially with the io and uh like i said the one like kind of hellish thing i went through because My other friend, Kim, who became sober, she went to the depths of hell. Kim, that's, like, she was like Liz, like, like like so bad, right? Like, kind of like all of our worst nightmares, which I thought was going to happen to me, too. But, like, and it probably will another time. Like, you know, like, you're never immune to that when you delve into these really strong um, experiences. But for me, uh, the only kind of one that was hard that... It's weird. It's very dreamlike the memory of it all. Like I only remembered it like even a few days after. I was like, "Did I dream that?" And I was like, "No, that's so weird." I remember like totally feeling like Kim was next to me and sitting up and and there was this other woman. She wasn't a part of the she wasn't on ayahuasca, but she was uh, this beautiful, very spiritual girl that um her and her husband were in ceremony and they looked apart the and they were just so like um, I mean, they, like, live there in Ecuador. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I was just, like, I, admiring. Like, wow. Like, you know, like, I. And then, and, and, like I say, admiring, not jealous. Just, like, a, like, wow. Like, and I, I put, I realized on the ayahuasca, she's singing and being part of the ceremony. I guess I assumed she was on the ayahuasca. And I'm thinking, like, wow, I'm over here feeling like, like, we're absolutely Freaking crazy and like (laughs) I can't move and like ah and then there's somebody that's like holding space and singing beautifully and like you know attributing to like this moment and I was like comparing myself so much to that and even my friend next to me who was like sitting up at at the time and like that was like very for some reason like enlarged in my in my in my consciousness at the time about how like they could like have themselves put together I mean oh my god there's so many crazy things and thoughts that happened during this entire experience like this is just one of mine but it stuck with me as like the most negative one that like for me at the time it was huge and I was feeling so shit about myself Mm -hmm. and going like what what am I doing wrong or how can I get to that point where I can hold space for others when they're vulnerable like why am I still the vulnerable one? Why am I still the one that needs help and healing? I wanna be the one that's like already there to give it, to offer. And I think that just kind of goes to the point about what I was saying with my Instagram and having a following. Like I wanna I wanna help. I wanna help. I wanna be there.
0: Right. I, I, was, to- I was just gonna say, I think that's I think that's the know. ayahuasca doing its job and like kind of pointing you. Yeah, like you like-
2: need yeah you're right in the
0: direction you're supposed to go like yeah you know kind of highlighted the way you feel about yourself and you're like why the fuck am I not doing this for other people like what is
2: tired of feeling like this yeah like I'm tired of feeling helpless I just I want to help
0: right well you will honestly this is very Pisces what you're saying to me (laughs) (laughs) this is all very Pisces babe
2: (laughs) you know I'm like the epitome of like
0: no, no, no. Sounds- Literally. Wait, Liz, I have to tell you a very funny story and then I'll give you um, the little surprise that I arranged what? for you. Okay. Um. So whenever anyone asks what a Pisces is like, I always tell a story about you because it, <laughs> it, it this happened. I don't even know if you remember this. So when back in the day, I'll tell this to everyone who's listening, my my best friend, Anna, who I probably brought up in every single episode, used to have these like big parties in her house. Remember?
2: Oh, yeah. And,
0: exactly. <laughs> And one night we were having, I think we did like a um a 20s, like a roaring 20s theme party. And every everyone was like to the nines. Meanwhile, this was like in a random house, like in the suburbs, like on like a Thursday night. It was like not
2: in a Facebook album. Yeah, yeah it
0: is. We're tagging them. But <laughs> I, mean, I think it was that night. Um, my other best friend, Danielle, there was like a beetle on the stoop and she went <laughs> to go step on it. <laughs> and you were like, wait, No. And Danielle was like, what? And you were like, don't step on the bug. And you picked up the beetle and whispered to it, I just saved your life and like put it in a bush. (laughs) And we were all like, is she kidding? And I tell that story all the time because I was like, that is the epitome of a Pisces. Like you can't even hurt a beetle like you'll, and then you'll talk to it because you know that it understands you on some like energetic level and like you put it back and then you just split it away and like went back to being like a, like a flapper. <laughs> it's was, it was so funny. And so I always tell people that because I'm like, my, you are such a textbook. Pisces is so you, like, it's, it's just so funny. It's so funny. So I tell that story a lot.
2: I was the one that I brought I remember I brought the I had a sex astrology book remember that? Yes. And and that's a story I say forever. I go, I've convinced all of my friends to believe in astrology from this book cuz I would come out to parties and I'd be like, "Okay, read Aries man, now read Gemini woman, read Pisces woman, mm-hmm. read Taurus man cuz we all know each other so well." And then mm-hmm. like being like details about and i like how they break it into the man and woman and they even had a gay section like they did i
0: remember like
2: like, but it was like and we would be like oh my god like you cannot switch them around like that's so you that's so her that's so me and because you're with a group of people that know each other so well and you're all reading it together you're like okay we're not crazy like this is real
0: (laughs) right you're like i see this about you
2: That's, and I mean, if you still, if you don't think it's real at this point, like really, but
0: like, (laughs) right. Then don't talk to me. Forget it.
2: Well, that's always my go-to. I'm like, try just reading up the birth chart of your mom, your dad, your best friend, your husband, like, like, and then, and then try to switch them around and then come back me that you could easily switch them around and i say birth charge not so just sun science but yeah
0: right i was just gonna say not like a tv guide like back in the day or like you're like oh, well not tv guide now I'm, I'm dating myself but <laughs> you know what i oh mean my God. <laughs> yeah like look at the actual birth chart because it because it matters
2: yeah
0: before we end i'm gonna give you a little reading
2: <gasps> <That's interesting. laughs> Oh just like a quick little i need a reading like i need guidance so bad. i'll pull three cards just for like
0: for the summer, just like where you're headed, what you should be looking at. If you need a little bit of a guidance, we'll just give it to you for the next few months because summer is mm-hmm. its always a busy time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: especially for a mermaid like you, babe.
2: <laughs> you know me so well. I love you.
0: Oh, no, I love you. Okay, so Liz, here we go. So you got the Page of Wands. I'll hold it up even though it's going to be backwards, but you got the Page of Wands. It's actually not a bad card because pages is usually like um, something coming from other people to kind of like... Like an impulse from someone else, like someone triggering or not in a bad way, you know, but like bringing something out in us. And wands is all about like our self expression, like your soul, like like what you are. It's it's a very creative, um, very creative. Uh, what you call the suit? Like it's it's like fire. Yeah. Uh, very much about your purpose. So this summer, like I would tell you to pay attention to the things people are like saying to you or like igniting in you. Even if it's not directly at you, like you see like a friend doing something and you're like, oh my God, like I kind of love that they did that for themselves. Like maybe I should do that. Or you know what I mean? Like anything that's going to ignite like a passion, but it's coming from someone else or mm-hmm. within you, like pay attention to that. Do not ignore it because it's it's, it's like, that's sort of the theme Mm-hmm. But then you've got the Two of Swords, which literally is the self-doubt card. It's all about, <laughs> like, doubting yourself. <laughs> so
2: is that not what we just talked about?
0: Literally what we were just talking about. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be believing in yourself. And you have to remember, too, that the the, the number two in Tower was always kind of, like, not so much about balance. But, like, when you look at two, it's, like, two decisions or two, two things you have to choose from. Like, uh, usually twos are about making a decision or, like, balancing something. So this is really more about you... Doing the work you've been doing and like diving into your, like, am I gonna stop doubting myself? Am I gonna, like, you know, whatever someone's igniting in you, you're gonna have to confront that again. Like, you know, and I'm sure you know this better than anyone, but just because you did the ayahuasca and recognize it does not mean it went away. It just means you know about it. <laughs> like, exactly. So I-, I think you're gonna have some. No big fix. <laughs> no, 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 but you're gonna have some practice uh, at-, at it this summer. Now, mm-hmm. the next card you got is the Knight of Pentacles. I'll show you. Here you go. But reversed. Oh. So I will say the the money, financials, uh, or even stability in general situation this summer it might feel a little chaotic. Yeah. Because Pentacles is kind of a money and resource card, but it could be stability too, just in general. And you get that reversed. It's kind of like...
2: No, oh, that's what you're picking up on. That's totally...
0: You might feel like, even though you just moved to Fort Lauderdale, you might feel like you want to move again or like, was this the right move? Or, like, I'm kind of feeling like this summer you're going to be like, not really tethered down to anything. Um, But I pulled three more cards just to get more about that to kind of see where you're heading. You got the four of swords, but you got a reverse, which is good. So that means like you're coming out of your shell, you're recovering. So I, I think part of... The not that this summer, but like since maybe you've gotten back from Ecuador, has been like retreating into your cocoon and just like healing almost. But now you're you're coming out of that, and then you got another two. You, you got the two of pentacles, so this is is literally a decision card. But you got a reverse, so it's usually when we make a decision. So you're you this summer you're making some pretty I think pretty big decisions about like where you're headed and what you're doing. The one thing I will say that I don't want to say negative but you got the 5 of swords this is not always the best card um sometimes it's like when we want to win just for the sake of winning or we do something to like prove a point but it kind of like who's it really benefiting or you know what I mean i i would say any decision you make this summer make sure you're doing it because it it really like benefits you and it's not about like well, now I have to prove this to someone or, or, or sometimes even this car could be a little like spiteful, like not that you are like that, but it can be like, well, fuck you. Like you said that, I, you know, I, I could never do this and so I'm going to do it even though you don't want to, but you're like, I have to win or it could be like even a low blow. So I would just make sure the decisions you make, I mean, now I'm getting a little bit of like a psychic moment here. So please forgive me for, <laughs> for switching a little bit, but I, I, this could be around like relationship stuff too. Like if you make a decision that may affect like both of you and, and it's sort of like it gets a little ugly because maybe the other person doesn't like that you're making a decision or uh, you may have to just kind of watch that because this can be yeah. kind of, like sharp energy but overall like I'm just gonna pull on my card for overall you got the magician ah. which is good but but you got him reversed so again this is like you have the power and all the tools to do it you just have to do it it's not like you're at the beginning stages of of anything where you have to learn a skill or or you know what i'm saying like it's not about that now the magician is really honestly this whole reading could have been summed up in this one card (laughs) the magician's all about like you have the resources you have the power as a like a magician like i'm not talking like pull a rabbit out of a hat magician i mean like like a witch (laughs) you know what i mean like or like a wizard like merlin
2: yeah,
0: you have the you know the power and the tools to make it happen but when you get it reversed it's usually because we're stopping ourselves I
2: know what to do and I'm just not I'm I'm escaping
0: right um, but you know what I think there's some other things this summer is going to be a little chaotic I think in a good way like like active um but I think there's still some things that have to kind of like leave your life like I think that's still happening
2: I can't wait to update you but you're <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I honestly, for those listening, uh, who will be listening, I haven't really, like, Liz hasn't given me the update in a while, so I have no fucking clue what I'm even talking about, but it's the energy. You
2: do, because everything that's coming out in this reading is what's going on, and I'm like, I cannot wait to actually update you, because you're going to be like, oh my god, like, yeah, I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which, we know, has happened before.
0: Yes, yes, we've done that. Actually, you were one of my first readings that I did. That came true. And I was like, oh, no, because <laughs> it was not a good thing that I predicted.
2: No. And then we got kicked out because we couldn't be on the beach at night. In oh, Long yeah. Beach. We
0: got kicked out.
2: We're like, we didn't even we weren't even drinking or doing anything bad. We were just literally doing a tarot card reading under the moon at night on the beach. Right. Like, and, like why are
0: we being yelled at? Like, <laughs> like I can't, I can't even be like in nature. I know Long Island's so annoying like that. But yeah, so just hang in there, babe. Just listen. Do you, like, focus on you. Just don't let it get ugly. And you have everything you need. You just have to step into your own power and do it. That's all.
2: This is so helpful.
0: Oh, thank you. I wanted to help you.
2: You always have.
0: Oh, thank you, babe. Well, listen, I I would love to have you on again when you're doing whatever it is that you're going to be doing because I have a funny feeling it's going to be something along the lines of what I do. So we can talk (gasps) about that (laughs) eventually.
2: Funny feeling. All right. My best friend psychic has a funny feeling <laughs> yeah
0: me too actually let's 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 figure that one out <laughs> yeah we'll explore that all right my level listen thank you so much for uh for coming on the show for anyone listening i'll put your instagram in the show notes so if anyone wants to keep track of you and watch all the wonderful things you're doing they can they can find you buy a hat do you have a link for your like a website or anything for the hats or no
2: Um, it's on my Instagram, like better birdie, but it's so like, at this point, like I'm selling my hats, but you literally can just DM me and be like, I want to buy one. And I'll be like, okay, like, I'll send it to you. Venmo me this. Like, it's like, right.
0: <laughs> It's not that serious. <laughs> we're,
2: we're really low key at the point. It was like an experiment, but I got a lot of good feedback and like they are really cute. So, if you really want a hat, like, I would love to send it to you and like just, you know, just, just Venmo me. Do you do custom hats? Absolutely. I would love to do a custom hat. Like, if you like my style, then I can do your hat and my style. And like, you know what I mean?
0: Like, love it. All right, my love. Well, I will talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) Bye. You've been listening to Ghost Daddy. Thank you so much for tuning in. For more information about me or to book a reading, please visit my website at www.joeparetta.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it wherever you listen to podcasts. This is super important for a newbie like me. And if you're interested in being on the Ghost Daddy podcast, or you just want to say hi, especially if you're in the Alphabet Mafia, (laughs) like myself, DM me on Instagram at Joe Perretta or email me at josephperretta at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Stay spooky.